welcome back to another episode of A Dancer's Mindset with myself, Isabella. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I hope you've been enjoying the episode so far. Please give a rate and review as it really helps iTunes and Spotify bump us up on the algorithm. And we want more people to know about this podcast and be inspired and we want to help others, don't we? Because my philosophy is all about helping others and I think in this industry there's just too much uh, some nastiness and some selfishness from dancers and I think let's help others you know let's help others so make sure you share this podcast on your Instagram stories at Ballet with Isabella tag me so I can see that you're spreading the word I would love to see that and when you share it on your stories let me know why it is you love a dancer's mindset or this episode in particular and I would love to read it and of course I will repost so guys, today I'm going to be talking about a certain um, uh, question that has been asked me um, many times in the last few weeks and people are often seeking advice on this and that's what to do for summer training and you know how much to do. When you're not at summer school, what do you do? Do you even do summer school? Um, etc in terms of exercise and I'll share with you my own experience um now I know now quite a few Vaganova students do summer schools and I feel like previously it used to be a little bit different and most of the time the Vaganova students would actually use the summer to relax <laughs> and not do too much so I think it's quite a new thing maybe the change in director recently that um, Vaganova dancers are doing a little bit more um, summer intensives now but basically I found when I was at the Royal Ballet School I was look always looking um, outside the box a little bit and outside to other schools because you know when you're in a, an intense um, vocational school you're very closed off and you know you're very unaware really of the outside world I mean obviously social media helps with that and it brings awareness to some of the great ballet schools out there but you can't really experience it and you often look at these amazing schools and think gosh all those students at these schools are so amazing I want to be like that um, as well and at the Royal Ballet School I was also you know lacking a little bit in strength because I'd grown so I was looking to and I also felt a little bit under um, not as nurtured as I wanted to be and I didn't have enough attention on me to help me propel further so I was just looking to see if I can you know get some opinions on me or insights and my mother also helped me with that because she also realized that uh, we should get some you know outside help here and maybe the Royal Ballet School is not for her so I find summer schools before we get into it I find summer schools are a really great way to um, get opinions from other high caliber schools as well as be seen by these schools and be potentially offered a place by these schools that you desire to go to so if you're being privately trained at the moment full-time or if you're in a smaller vocational school or less well-known voca vocational school 
doing the summer school of the school you want to eventually go to is a really great way of these schools getting to know you and sharing their thoughts on you, especially if you tell them you want to go there and maybe even offering you a place there, which would be the ultimate goal. So I'll share with you a little bit. When I was at the Royal Ballet School, I went to um, Princess Grace Summer School uh, one year. This was before the new directors took over. The teachers were there. Um, so for some of you who know it, uh, Thierry was there and Roland Vogel was there, who's the brother, the older brother of um, Friedem and Vogel, who's a very um, good dancer, principal. Um, I forget exactly where. He might be in... Um, he's in Germany somewhere, I think. Um and the director was Marika Besabrasova, who has died now. But she was very good friends with um, Nureyev. And uh, scary, um, intimidating. Well, for me, I was only uh, uh, 15. Uh, quite an intimidating uh, lady. <laughs> and this was the uh, summer, I believe, before I uh, went to Vaganova. Um, so, you know, I had already gotten into Vaganova, but again, I was looking at this other school in Monaco, Princess Grace, and I uh, thought, you know, um, it's a very Russian school. This would be great for me to get used to, you know, the Russian training that's coming up. And um, also, you know, potentially maybe I'd prefer to go here instead. Who knows? I mean, I wasn't intentionally going to audition. I just um, went there you know, for just the uh, a week-long summer school. And for me, it was uh, a really, really um, fantastic experience and it gave me a lot of confidence um, because, you know, I'd come from a very well-known school, but a school that didn't, didn't appreciate me um, or see my potential or want to nurture that potential. So my self-esteem was a little bit low, you know. So I go and um, it's, a s it's, you know, this was before it was a super popular school. It was still relatively unknown. Uh, not as well known as now, that's for sure. Um, but the classes were small and the teacher, Marika, was <laughs> amazing. She used to be um, brought up the es escalators on the sorry, the brought up the stairs by the boys in an armchair. So she would be sat in an armchair with her fingers. You know, she always had these long fingers like this. And um, she'd be sat there and would come up the stairs with the boys carrying her, you know, this queen coming up the stairs. And then they would plonk her down in front in the front of the studio and she would just sit there in her armchair, the same armchair that was in her office, and then just instruct. And we'd spend maybe, um, I don't know, We'd spend an hour and a half to two hours on the bar for one lesson. And then the lesson in the afternoon would be center and point. And I occasionally would um, get taught by Roland Vogel, uh, who really liked me a lot. And, you know, and he was like, you know, your parents have given you the most perfect body for ballet. Um, they've given you a gift and you need to learn how to use it. And he gave me a lot of attention. 
um, really helped me. I was always inspired by him because he would actually go into the studio as a teacher and do a whole bar himself and be sweating and have you know so much and have the most beautiful feet beautiful legs beautiful lines um and for a man as well you know he was like stunning um and that was before he'd even taught us you know so he took his craft and his work very very seriously um and him and Thierry you know would always smile at me in the corridor and I had really good vibes really good vibes from them and uh, and at the end of the week, they told me that, um, you know, Marika and, and them would like me to go here and study here. And I didn't really even know <laughs> what to do. I I wasn't expecting that, for one. And I thought, I'm going to, you know, Vaganova now. And um, Marika really tried to tempt me to go there instead. But... You know, and nowadays, maybe I would, you know, nowadays, maybe if you had that choice, it would be a little bit harder because, you know, the school princess grace is so well known. However, if you're offered the Vaganova, I don't think, I don't think, (laughs) I don't think you can turn that down. Um, And obviously I didn't, uh, but she was, she was quite upset (laughs) and said, I'm making a mistake. I don't think I made a mistake, but um, it was nice to know that she um, was passionate enough to be annoyed that I decided to go somewhere else. Um, so it was an experience worth its weight in gold because I knew that yet another school saw potential in me and wanted me to go to that school. So I had two more offers and um, I knew that I was doing the right thing leaving and doing the right thing going somewhere else. Because even though the Royal Ballet School didn't see my potential, someone else did. And people could say, you know, oh, you were, you know, people love the Royal Ballet and people love the Royal Ballet Up School. And people could say that was crazy, but um, I believe I did the right thing. And that summer school really validated that. I haven't been one to do many summer schools. Um, previously I'd done the Royal Ballet Summer School and that was because I wanted to go to the Royal Ballet. So my choices of summer school have always been very strategic um, and always come out well, you know. And at these summer schools, I'd always uh, make it clear that I wanted attention or make it clear that I I was trying my best. Like I'd always... I I wouldn't be one of those students that, you know, pushes to the front and is like, I'm the best, but... I would always try extremely hard and, you know, when we were told to practice something, I would be on the side practicing it again and again and again. I wouldn't I wouldn't ever stand on the side and just like chill and look and relax. I'd always be trying to perfect something or always be practicing, you know, because teachers notice that. Teachers notice your keenness and teachers notice that you really want to try. And so both those summer schools really led me to opportunities. I'm I'm sure the summer school that Royal Ballet School led them to them uh led them to get to know me and later on I got offered a place there and Princess Grace led me to be offered a place and I turned them down but they gave me a wonderful confidence boosting and very uh insightful uh experience um 
So those are my experiences, and I, I highly recommend doing summer schools strategically um, if you can be accepted into those summer schools. And don't be afraid to tell them at the school that you're interested in, in going here, and they, they'll probably look at you and give some great feedback. So even if you don't get offered a place that time, maybe next time. Uh, I don't think it's ever a wasted opportunity. Um, then when I was at the Vaganova, now the school there is like super intense, extremely intense. And I am surprised that, you know, some Vaganova students um, are trying elsewhere. But, you know, these Vaganova students are only ever in Russia. So it's good for them to go outside and experience something else as well. And I'm glad they're doing that more. But realistically, most of them uh, rest and do the bare minimum. Some of them rest the entire time and just stretch. I was always told by our teachers, stretching is the number one thing you should do um, because that's the thing that goes quickest. And that's the thing that goes instantly. So, you know, if you're not doing class, just make sure you stretch every day. Um, you know, and I think that's what most people just did. For me, I enjoyed feeling fit. I didn't enjoy losing uh, my um, fitness. I mainly because I didn't enjoy the climb back. So, you know, for me, rest was doing the bare minimum but I would rarely really I would rarely have a day where I didn't do anything because it's a part of my life and it was a part of my lifestyle so I would on holiday if I wasn't in a summer school I would um, and let's say it was eight weeks I would probably for the first um, six weeks I would stretch every day and probably work on my flexibility to improve it and I would also do my Pilates routine or floor bar routine every day. Um, so, you know, in the morning I'd probably spend an hour and a half doing some exercises. So I would maybe do, uh, you know, an hour of Pilates or an hour of floor bar. So either or. And then, you know, if I was really feeling up to it, I would also do... Um, you know, half an hour, 40 minute bar and then that'll be it for the day and maybe often if I was on holiday with friends I would get up, I mean I was I was just, I was very dedicated I would get up early before everybody and do my exercises um, because once I'd done it I could enjoy the rest of the day but I was, you know, I, I, I needed to do it for myself otherwise I'd feel, i start to feel anxious and like oh, I was losing fitness, you know and I needed to keep at it because, you know, I needed to catch up anyway. So I didn't want to lose the progress I'd made. So I'd get up early. I'd do my exercises, Pilates or floor bar. And then I would do half an hour bar. By this time, it was mid-morning. And then I'd be like, great. I've worked hard now. Now I can enjoy myself. So I did the bare minimum. It was only like, compared to eight hours a day, I'd only done like an hour and a half, you know. And then I'd go out and we'd have fun and we'd swim. So, you know, still nice and active swim, but then I'd sunbathe, relax. And I found just doing like an hour of Pilates or floor bar and occasionally bar as well in those six weeks was just enough 
to keep my muscles toned, to keep them active. And then, you know, and then swim occasionally. But I was still letting my body rest. And then in the evening, I would just do an hour of stretching before bed. And that was just a nice way of ticking my body over and also allowing it to rest and for me to enjoy the holiday or the sun or being at home if I was at home. And then um, the last two weeks of my holiday, uh, more often than not, I'd be at home by now. And, you know, in order to keep my body safe and healthy, I had to prepare it for what was coming up. You can't really go from zero to 100, you know. And I wasn't, I didn't really think it was safe for my body to do no class whatsoever and then go to the Vaganova and have class on a a raked floor. Do you know what I mean? So towards the end of the holiday, either a week and a half or two weeks before, I'd start going to open classes to train my body again and waken up a little bit to ballet. But having done all the Pilates and all the floor bar and the stretching, um, it wasn't so hard to get myself back. The only thing that was maybe an issue was, um, you know, the stamina. But after two weeks, it was already in a really good place. And um, you also get over some of that soreness that you um, have to begin with after a break. But I also felt stronger and fresher because I'd I'd allowed my body to rest and and I'd allowed my body to restore. But um, since being at the Vaganova, that's what I did. I didn't go to more summer schools. I didn't need any more intensity of schedule in that way it was it would it would be too much for me also because the Vaganova doesn't have any half terms or holidays uh really so you're working pretty much all year round until the summer holiday you get mm, two weeks in January to have a holiday and then it's the summer holiday so that's that's a long time not having a break you know so for me, it was better just to um, rest and do my own thing. So, you know, do the Pilates floor bar stretch for most of the holiday. Just keeping my body in check, but allowing it to recover and rest from that intense year. And then do classes towards the end of the holidays. However, if you're a younger student and if you're in a smaller vocational school or even if you're in a big vocational school, but you want to go somewhere else or you're looking to be known by certain other schools and you or you just want to see what the standard is like out there then summer schools is a fantastic way to do that and I highly advocate it um it was different for me when I went to Vaganova because for me I'd reached I'd reached the goal of where I wanted to end up like you know for me I didn't want to experience anything else like not just for the intensity, but I'd, I'd reached the school I wanted to go to. This is where I want, like, there's no better school for me. Uh, so why would I go to a summer school of another school? Do you know what I mean? I just, I just didn't feel the need in the end. However, when I was in previous situations, the Royal Ballet School, um, I did feel the need, you know, because I didn't feel it was good enough. So I did feel the need. So... That's my advice. If you're looking to move schools or you're looking to just improve and you feel like, you know, these are the dream schools, you know, they have summer schools and you think they could help you 
and they could help you come back stronger to your school or even help you move up and progress to a higher caliber higher caliber school then summer schools are perfect for that and those are the way to go um yeah and then if we're not doing a summer school then you've heard my advice and that's what I do and that kept me really in a good in good shape whilst also resting so guys I hope you enjoyed this episode let me know if you did and if you are doing summer schools I'd be really keen to hear from you which ones you're doing and also why you're doing those like what you like about that summer school and what attracts you to that summer school and is there a strategy behind you doing that summer school or is it just for fun um let me know and i can't wait to um hear from you soon you can direct message me on instagram at valley with isabella i always love to read your comments and your messages and um keep practicing keep working hard always try in every class give a hundred percent and i'll see you guys soon bye for now